Hey, KDR community, Sarah Taps coming at you live on KDRT 95.7 FM Davis. It is Saturday, oops, it's Sunday afternoon, and I'm sitting with Kirsten Elise, my favorite heart centered intuitive healer and Kundalini yoga teacher in Davis, and really in all of California, maybe even bigger than that. Um, we're here to shine some light. Hi, Kirsten. Hey, Sarah. I am so glad to be back here with you in this uh, radio space. I like the radio space. KDRT 95.7, um, as you know, has been a longtime home for me and for lots of community voices. It's a space where um, everybody is welcome and all ideas are explored. So. It felt really important at the end of this year to bring back the Shining Light program. And I think it's I think it's really wonderful when two sisters can come together and explore ideas that I know the greater conscious collective are thinking about. And um, I would really love to open up a talk with the catered community around the changes that are happening right now out in the universe. Yes. Something light, you know, yeah. just something real light and no. easy. Like what the F is going on out there? Right. And I mean, we've, we're, we've really been in it and I am uh, excited to share some things that I've been observing, some things that I've been noticing when we really pan out in the bigger picture of what's going on. Um, you know, there's, uh, it's been a wild ride for everyone, I bet, in some way or another. We're all having our own experience, and uh, I'm just really excited to share more of like a little bit more about the spiritual perspective and the collective experience uh, that we're going through right now and where we can expect to be moving into in the months to come. I think that's amazing because I know that in this time of isolation, um, we haven't had the opportunity to tap into the greater collective or have face-to-face -face conversations with people, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a huge greater energy being shared and I think that um, this unique time and space needs to be talked about a little bit more so let's talk about it all right let's talk about it it's really good to be here with you Sarah and good to be with whoever out there is with us in this moment thank you um, and welcome to the shining light show welcome to the shining light show Yay! <laughs>
you guys let's shine some more light kirsten tell us what we just heard before we hop into some more delightful conversation tips and tricks things to elevate and uplift your life you know yeah so that track um one of my favorites I like to play it during my classes duke bajan uh that was by hot sat hari singh um duke bajan is uh essentially 
means um, destroyer of pain. I think that that is something everybody could probably use a sprinkle of right now. We're really going through it as a collective. Yeah, we're really going through it. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I hear people talk about 2020 is like, people talk a lot of, uh, people say mean things about 2020. Right. Well, I mean, it for sure it's been a challenging year, but... Um, and sure, we've all, we've all, I think we've all experienced challenge, big challenges this year, most mm -hmm. likely. Um, but I have to say that I'm really excited about what's happened this year. And on a spiritual level, I think what's going on right now is actually super exciting. Um, and overall, a really positive thing in, when we pan out into that bigger picture. Right. And I think that, um, like we were saying at the top of the hour, how we've all just been in isolation. So we're pretty self-focused right now. But when we do sort of zoom out and take a bigger look at things beyond the end of our nose, you know, a bigger picture perspective, there's lots to appreciate and there's lots of energy and things shifting. And, um, I think, Something that is so exciting to me is um, the shift that we're making into the Aquarian age. And I know that it's something you are um, my go-to on that. So I am really excited to, to like unpack a little bit of what the Aquarian age really means. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to share about the Aquarian age. Aquarian age is like kind of one of my favorite things to think about and it's part of I mean it's part of this big picture thing that I'm speaking about mm -hmm. um that actually it is what makes this time exciting more exciting and hopeful for me um than if I were just watching the news and um taking on all of all of that particular narrative mm -hmm. um when we expand into the bigger picture and when we start to consider what's happening um, with the Aquarian age, it's actually really exciting to be here on the planet right now. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, so maybe we can backtrack just a little bit because for, for people who aren't part of the Kundalini community, because the Aquarian age is something that is taught and is built into that yogic practice that we both love so much. Um, we were in this Piscean times, right? And so it's a big contrast. And I think that it's um, important to know where we're going, but a, a nice look back at where we've been as a compliment or as um, maybe like the shadow to the light kind of juxtaposition. Yeah, um, and I can clarify what I what we mean by the Aquarian yeah. age. Um, so basically, uh, on an astronomical level, um, there's we go through these different uh, phases, um, and these are really long cycles. So these are it's like two thousand years, yeah, over two thousand year long cycles. Um, and so we just spent the last 2,000 years 
basically in what we would call the Piscean era. Um, and now as we progress through the astrological signs, now we're moving into the Aquarian age, which is, again, it's going to be a long cycle. It's going to be, uh, I think it's 2160 years approximately. Like that's the general wow. length of the cycle. And so if you think about how long the cycle is, we can also acknowledge that like it's um, the transition is it takes time to transition. And um, it's been said that we've been we started that tra transition around 1968 or so, mm -hmm. which is interesting. It's that time. It's when that song came out. Um, the Age of Aquarius by Hair, yeah. The Age of Aquarius, Aquarius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so good, so good. So that song came out. Um, Kundalini Yoga came to um, the West right at that time, and the teachings really came out. And one uh, one thing we know about that is that um, the teachings, they're old teachings, and Yet they're also specifically uh, important at this moment, and part of the reason why um, they came, they we started practicing Kundalini Yoga um, in this part of the world in the late 1960s is because that was the beginning of this transition that we're going in through the New Age, and um, it said that these particular this particular yogic technology and these tools are specifically designed to support us throughout this uh, transition um, as which in my interpretation is it's a lot of things but overall it's it's a transition into a new state of consciousness living in a higher frequency um, and all the things that are connected to that right like you know heart forward and heart open you know, is something that I think about when I lean into the Aquarian age and like, what is the vibration of it? Um, it's more community, capital unity, um, less about this, about the me and more about the us. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's really like a shifting. What I think about it is I think of us really coming into a, a heart spaced, a heart centered reality. Mm. Um, where uh, it's a little bit of a higher frequency, um, it's a higher vibrational state, it's a place where, um, where you know, as you mentioned, as you kind of just touched upon, less about um, Piscean era was a lot more about uh, competition, these ideas of competition, winners and losers. Um, oh, one of the main things that's interesting to me is just how um, people really looked towards an intermediary as far as connecting to spirit and connecting to God um, with, you know, priests, um, shamans, like different uh, teachers, which I'm not saying that we don't need spiritual teachers, but one of the things that Aquarian Age has to offer us mm -hmm. is this opportunity to... Uh, really turn inwards and find a lot of, um, have a direct connection with spirit, a direct connection with God, um, more allowing that, our, we're expanding our capacity for that to be more possible for each of us, like everyone, um, to start to 
live in a new a new consciousness to uh, connect to the bigger picture and to spirit more directly and um, and to live in that that more loving more inclusive um, vibration I love that um, and it's interesting because you know I've only been alive I, you know I was born at the beginning of this transition and so I've only known to try to live that way and I think it's only just it's it's interesting that it's only really been which maybe 50 years into this era you know it's very new and so I think that not everybody um, has been ready for that but it feels to me like right now this unique time people are beginning to notice that there is a cosmic energy out there flowing and it is sort of um, an opportunity for just a widespread gigantic healing to start moving through with that heart opening you know and more people being open to living that way mm-hmm I mean, that's really kind of, for me, that's a lot of what the Aquarian age is, is so many people waking up to love, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really beautiful. And um, so, yeah, as you were saying, we've been in, you've lived through so much of this transition. Um, and what what's exciting, I want to share what's exciting about, like, right now is that um, even though it's been this slow building and this transition and people are all having different experiences of that. Um, some people are are experiencing that already. Um, some people are, are on their way to experiencing more of what we're speaking about in this vibration of love. Um, but this solstice, December 21st, 2020, is mm. said to be the mark, which it's interesting. I mean, it's such a long, it's such a long cycle that like, can you really pinpoint a mark? But this is the, this is what sources say, um, that December 21st, uh, is 2020 is the moment where we make that clear transition into the Aquarian age. Really anchoring it in. Um, as part of the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction that's happening on that day. And um, and I think what we're experiencing this December, and a lot, for a lot of people there's been a lot of challenges. Um, a lot of us are... Uh, I, think, I think there's a lot of challenges right now. And part of that is us adjusting and preparing for this new frequency. Mm -hmm. um, there's also more light coming into the planet right now. Um, even though it's a d December tends to be a darker, more challenging time, um, there's actually a lot of light coming into the planet. Um, we're, move we're preparing uh, for this exciting event, which is, ha which is just days away now. Days away. Um, and then we're, I mean, part of why it's so exciting is we haven't experienced it yet. And we don't, um, it, we don't know exactly everything that it means. We can hear about different spiritual teachings and different 
uh, things that people channel and different things, different things that we learn from the Kundalini Yoga lineage. Mm -hmm. um, but it's all, you know, it's, we'll see. We will see. And it will be an individual experience that is enjoyed on a collective level. Is kind of how, you know, like I, when I think about like, how, what's it mean to me and how is that going to tie in or weave in on a greater, on a greater scale. And it really just comes back to love. Yeah. Again, it just really comes back to love, like love of self, love of community, love of each other, love of nature. Just, it's about honoring and... I just love that that's the permission coming through. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that um, for for me personally, the first half of my life was struggling, and I didn't, I, I wasn't excited to live it because it was that fluctuation time. And you know, I think as an empath, I was able to tap into that confused energy, and you know, I'm still tapped into it, and it feels really nice to be able to feel the vibration becoming lighter, people getting a little more clear on their path, and being able to not have animosity, but have appreciation for where each other, you know, just for our neighbors, I guess, you mm -hmm. know, as our neighbors, I don't know. But um, yeah, just our fellow, our fellow people. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Do you want to play a love song? Can we play a love song? What do you yeah. want to play? Let's play. Um, let me see. Let's. Play. We should definitely play a love song. Um, oh, let's play. Uh, this this track is called "Love in My Heart" by Sada Satkar. Ah, oh, all right, Sada Satkar, right here on the Shining Light program with Kirsten Elise and Sarah Taps, KDRT 95.7 FM Davis. Guru, 
das guru 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 wahe guru guru ram 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 das guru 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 wahe Joy Gentle Friends, Sarah Taps and Kirsten Elise Beck. This is the Shining Light Program, and you are listening to KDRT 95.7 FM Davis. Ugh, that sat sat a car. So good. Um, what was the name of the song? Uh, Love in My Heart. Ugh, off of the Mantra Masala record? Yeah. Spicy. Anyway, thank you. That was a great pick, and... And really in line with this big heart opening thing that we're talking about as we move into the Aquarian age. I love this topic, Kirsten. And I'm just wondering, now that you've kind of set it up, set us up for what's coming and and what we're in the middle of right now, how can we support ourselves through moving into this heart-centered, more community-focused time? that's unfolding right now. What can we do to like help ourselves out? 
Great question, Sarah. Um, yeah, there's a lot we can say about the Aquarian Age, and our show is not that long for all the all the details of that, but um, I think it really is important right now for everyone to figure out how to support themselves um, through the transition, even though, um, even though I'm really excited about what's to come. Um, it doesn't mean that we don't still have challenges, and it doesn't mean that um, it's all going to be love and rainbows all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, love and light's cool, but no, it it's just not a 24-7 option. Yeah, and oftentimes as we're, I mean, transitions tend to be hard, um, even if it's a positive thing. Uh, you may, And I'm sure a lot of our listeners can probably identify with this experience of like, ooh, I'm making a big change and I'm really excited about it. And there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of stress that can be involved with that. Um, and so I guess I want people to know that that's normal and natural. Um, and we're all going through that aspect in our own way. Um, so to just know, like, it's normal to, um, it's normal for like really hard things to come up to the surface around mm -hmm. this time. And I think that's a lot of what's going on right now. I'm noticing with the people that I work with and in my own life with people that I know that there's a lot of things that are getting drawn to the surface, um, in with the purpose of being released um, as we ascend into a new frequency. So sometimes like some of the hardest, deepest, painful things can come to the surface as we're moving into a higher vibrational space. So to know that even though here's one that thing that one thought that's helped me in the last couple of weeks is even though I feel bad right now, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. Wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you for that. Um, that's really great advice. Like that's almost a, a mantra or an affirmation that you can use all the time. I know that your work has get. I mean, we met professionally before we became great friends. Um, and affirmation work was something that you gave me, and that just feels... Say it again. The affirmation? Yes, yeah, say that again. Um, okay, so even though, um, even though I feel bad right now, it doesn't mean that anything's wrong. Because I think a lot of people have this tendency, and me included, where it's like, I feel bad, it means that I've done something wrong, I've made the wrong choice, I'm in the wrong place. Therefore, everything's bad. Everything's misaligned or something, you know, like we can go in, we can dig ourselves into a deeper downward spiral with a perspective of like, I feel bad, there's something wrong, oh no. Whereas... Um, one thing, one way, this is one, you know, this, this little mantra is one way that you can, um, step out of that one acknowledging that it doesn't mean there's anything wrong. Um, and also, um, oh, I just lost it. What was it? Um, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm overstepping, but it feels like there's a beautiful, new opening in this transition 
for people to have and acknowledge and accept a full range of feelings where maybe something, you know, in an, when we're going through ascensions or transitions, I've noticed for myself, I will be very, very excited and I'll expand and a big, you know, and it just feels good. And I know I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. And then fears or something else creeps up through that process. Then I contract. Yeah. And knowing that, but I don't have to punish myself for that. I think. Right. And having to know it's normal, especially, uh, swinging between the two extremes, um, suddenly having moments of like, Oh my God, I feel so much love right now. Like there's moments where maybe it feels like your heart's cracking open. Maybe you're in tears because of the love that you feel. And maybe I'm speaking about my own experience in the oh, last I think, couple of weeks. I don't know. There's been a lot of that for me. And I, ding, ding, I'll, I don't, I'll join. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, I don't think I'm alone in that. Um, but so honoring the feelings, yeah, acknowledging and honoring the feelings, you might start to experience some high highs. You might then swing in the other direction and get and feel like some deep depression. Um, to know that like all of that is normal is helpful. And to know also the idea that as I'm experiencing, or maybe as I'm remembering this deeper trauma that got triggered and is coming up for me, that that's actually it, it, a layer of that getting processed and leaving and being released. Brought to the surface to be cleared. To be cleared rather really? than, yeah, exactly. So rather than oftentimes it's easy for people to go into the perspective that, oh, this is, I can't believe I'm back here again. I can't believe I'm experiencing these old painful feelings and reliving this trauma or reliving this pattern. Um, Holding on to that pain even, you know, not yeah. moving through it. Yeah, but to just to yeah. know, like, okay, you actually have to experience these things again as they're leaving you. That's just part of the clearing, cleansing process is to actually kind of have to relive it on some level. Um, and the way that we let that level release is by bringing in that love, that compassion to ourselves, um, gentleness. And that's, that's one, I think, one of the big things that we can do and our listeners can do in these next few weeks is just being, gen being very gentle with our process, with our changes in energy levels, with our changes of emotions, um, to be gentle as we maybe move through some older feelings that we wish we didn't have to feel again, um, to, to bring to bring a certain level of acceptance, compassion, um, which will actually help it transform much more quickly than if we're feeling, uh, if we're resisting what's happening or, or interpreting it in, with a darker lens. Mm -hmm. Or even just trying to suppress it, you know. I think a lot of times that's uh, an easy place to go rather than acknowledging and bringing it up to the surface. We tend to to push it down back into the shadow. But like you said, more light is coming through and it really does make a really beautiful space for things to move through and move out, making way for something else more dynamic to come in. Because isn't that part of the Aquarian age too? You know, and 
in a way, just um, releasing some of these old stories and some of the old habits of of the collective to yeah to write some new um, gentler, more inclusive, more um, more accepting. I think I don't want to say rules. Right. Um, Parameters? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is, you know, as you're saying, it's like a beautiful time to release and clear and then open to open to something new, open to um, a new way of feeling, a new way of being in the world. With, uh, and again, it's there's a certain aspect that's a little bit mysterious, but like opening to, with curiosity, like, oh, if I let go of these older ways of being... Um, what, what's open, what's available to me? Uh, how can I come back into my heart? How can I come back into a loving space? Um, if in doubt, choose love. Always choose love. <laughs> uh, that's just gonna, what, the more we can get on board with the new frequency, the less, uh, I think the less pain and struggle will be experiencing the more we can just like say yes to this yes to the change wow even though this feels uncomfortable and unfamiliar and maybe overwhelming or intense at times I'm just I'm choosing to go for it I'm choosing to say yes to this yeah no I really like the idea of elevating my experience but then also when I do that just for myself it really does just raise the vibration in my community. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that to me feels really, really important and sacred in a way. I feel like this is the time for the sacred rebels to really shine. Mm. Yeah. So, um, what else do you do when you're going through something kind of sticky, something that is a big transition? What do you, what are ways that you support yourself? Because I'm sure that, you know, because we are kind of all one, you know, we're moving towards that. I'm sure other people would be interested and and could glean some other self-care tips too. Yeah, so let's see. We have being gentle. We have being compassionate. Um, you know, listening to your body, resting when you need to rest, even if it doesn't make sense to be tired, rest, letting yourself rest when you need to rest. Um hydrating a lot. I think extra water during this time is really going to support the body through this process because maybe um, there's all these different aspects of us and the body has to, we have to bring the body with. And so any ways that we can support the body through a transition like hydrating um, and I mean, for me, you know, breathing, breath work, uh, meditation, moving the body, breathing into it, um, raising our own vibration through our physical practice is also going to be, it's one of the ways that, yeah, that's definitely one of the big ways that I support myself and then um, people in my classes as a way of um, including the body. Totally including the body. I agree with that. Um and I really just as an aside, can I say thank you for last week's offering? Oh. So, so beautiful. Um, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. 
Kirsten Elise is a phenomenal Kundalini teacher. She can be found at kirstenelise.com. And from time to time, she just offers these. I mean, she's always got something going on, so you should definitely check the website. And I really just, though, Kirsten, so appreciate your community gifts mm-hmm. that you offer all year round. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank you. I was lucky enough to hop into one of your community classes. And ah, such a wild group of breathers in town. Mm-hmm. So nice. So nice to just gather in group with um, people that you wouldn't normally cross paths with and then be reminded that our goal is kind of the same and where we stand is not too far away from the other person. Socially distanced, of course, right now. But, you know, um, it feels good to be reminded that there's other folks out there wanting to make these upgrades too. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there. And um, yeah, I love the people that show up in my containers. Um, Davis, mostly Davis people, but now that we do yoga on Zoom, it can, it's expanding out. People join from farther away, which is kind of exciting. I had somebody in my class on Tuesday from Glastonbury. Yeah. It's wild, you know? That's amazing. Yeah. I had someone from Spain a while ago. And uh, so it's kind of, you know, there's all these hidden gifts uh, that come from the limitations of this time. But um, there's like a very special group of Davis people that, um, that show up to my classes regularly that are there, that are very committed and very sweet. And like, it's a special... Um, it's a special container and, and when people, when we come together and gather, which is another important aspect of staying healthy, mm-hmm. um, during this time, when we come together in, in what, whether it's physical ways or energetic ways, um, and distanced ways, uh, but it's always intentional and that's just really, yeah, it's intentional and each person brings their own, their own, uh, energy and, um, their own energy and their own intentions and their own love and their own commitment. And that just amplifies the good stuff for all of us. It amplifies our own intentions and our own prayers for ourselves, our individual lives, and then for the world at large. And that's partly what I love about getting to gather, even, uh, even though we can't practice in a f- the same physical space, it's really actually not that much different. Um, it's actually, yeah, it's actually not much different at all. And I think that's another gift that I've received just from, uh, yeah, the limitations mm-hmm. of this time. Yeah. Well, the possibilities are totally endless as long as you stay heart centered and <sighs> what a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Let's play one more. Okay. Let's play one more tune. Okay. Uh, what do we have here? Um, it's not too long. No, let's play some Wayanti. It's okay. so good. This is, I mean, such a beautiful mantra. Okay. All right. Wayanti on the Shining Light Show with Kirsten Elise and Sarah Taps on KDRT 95.7 FM Davis on the dial. KDRT.org online.
Welcome back to Shining Light, and as Kirsten, Elise, and I wrap up this show where we've talked about expanding our awareness as a collective and being really gentle with ourselves and heart open as we move into the Aquarian age, I want to thank you. And just um, remind me where I can find more information out about your offerings. Um, yeah, so if you want to learn more about the Aquarian Age or if you want more support, um, you can always go to my website, which is www.kirstenelise.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-E-N-E-L-I-S-E.com. And that is the website that I clicked last week to uh, sign up for your community offerings, and I understand that there is something on the horizon for our listeners to perhaps become participants in themselves, not just to listen, but to experience it. Yeah, um, I have a gift next week um, on the full moon, so it's a beautiful time to, uh, it's, it's an opportunity for me to support anyone who wants to join us uh, for that um, in the breath, the movement, the expansion, and... Really, it's just to support um, all the lovely people in my community during this time. Um, and it's, a, it's something that anyone can come to no matter how they're feeling. Um, a beautiful way to just move through, uh, move through whatever your particular experience is in the moment and come out the other side feeling brighter and lighter and 
more in love. That's true. That is so true. KDRT community, thanks for thanks for being here with us. Thank you so much for being open to more light and more love. We'll see you same time next week. Sarah Taps and Kirsten Elise signing off. Stay bright. <laughs>